Last week, I spoke on the topic, the cancer of complacency. And I want to come back to a question. Are you spiritually complacent? Are you spiritually complacent? And what does that mean to be spiritually complacent? Here's, here are some signs of the spiritually complacent. People who are overconfident before God. Who have this mindset that I know God is going to do it because I am me. Because I'm me, God's going to do it. The people who say, I am gifted, I am talented, everything you'll note I'm saying starts with I. And you are in a sad place spiritually if you live a life that suggests that you do not need God. People who are spiritually complacent don't repent. People who are this way live a life that's not pleasing to God and in no way, shape, or form does it bother you. You don't do anything to suggest that you want to change your ways. And biblical repentance means responding to God's love by being what transformed in your convictions and your actions. What does this mean? It means turning towards God and away from whatever dishonors him. Biblical repentance is not about your emotions. It's not about your sin. It's not about your effort or your resolve. It's about one thing. It's about your surrender. But a big one is people who are spiritually complacent do not actively seek God. It's like the song where it says, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. That comes in the book of Psalms. When we are truly thirsty, we find what we are thirsty for. If you are spiritually thirsty, it's because you're going on a spiritual fast from what you need. And there are too many ways we have learned through this pandemic to be nourished in the word of God. I want to go back and think as a dear Pants and, and, and pants means to what? To breathe forth quickly or in a labored manner. To gasp out. The deer is thirsty and his thirst is impacting its breathing. David desires God so much that it is affecting his breathing. In the book of Psalms, I believe chapter 42, he's desiring God so much that it's affecting his breathing. Then the Lord God formed the man from dust from the ground. How he, how, how he breathed into man. How many of us have this, this feeling of desiring God so much that it affects all that you do? Some of us don't feel this way because we are set in our ways that God's going to do it whether I do it or not. Some of us use grace as an excuse. And grace is the unmerited favor of God towards man. And the problem and that thinking, that mindset that we live lives that say that I can do whatever because his grace is sufficient. So do you think we should continue sinning so that God will give us even more grace? No. Because we die to our old sinful lives. So how can we continue living with sin? 
The sufficiency of God's grace is not an excuse for the ignorance of our decisions. And I can be real. We make decisions knowing that it is a bad decision and we lean and depend on what grace. And I got to tell you today, as we continue through this year, we have to stop expecting God to clean the messes that we intentionally make. Are you spiritually complacent? And if you are, I need to go into Psalm 42 and see the heart of David as he longs after God. And get into that mindset. Get into that, that, that way of living. Because the complacent believer has no great love for God and no real consciousness of their sin. So step back and ask yourself, have I been complacent? 